Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Let's Get Into It. Do you like that? The business of entertainment. The business of entertainment. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. No, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't, it doesn't flow. No. It doesn't flow like it used to. The nah. business of it. Let's get into it. Business of entertainment. Hey, but we're back. Uh, we're back at it. Right? We went off and we made a Christmas movie called Holiday in Santa Fe. Yup. Starring Mario Lopez. Yeah. And uh, Tootie, you did a part in it. A little piece. And Davey Dave. Davey Dave had a little piece. Yeah. You got a piece in yeah. it. Right? Yeah, thank you. You got a little taste. Yeah. You got, got Taft Hartley? You got a little Taft Hartley? A little Taft Hartley. Um, can you explain what a Taft Hartley is? Just just so that we can start off the show Actually, with some I think knowledge. You should explain what that is. No, but you're it, it happened to you. Do you tell, tell me what a Taft Hartley is. A Taft Hartley is basically when you got a homie, the producer, <laughs> and you're like, hey, dude, hook it up. And he's like, all right, I'll hook it up. <laughs> No. And that's it. <laughs> Look, it's sort of true. You got to get the vouchers, right? No. Here, you get the three well, vouchers. You, you, there's, there's, there's a, a lot, few ways to get There's it. a lot of ways to join the Screen Actors Guild. But was, what was really interesting about, about Holiday in Santa Fe is that we had, I think we had three Taft-Hartleys. You were one. Did you really? Yeah. Damn, you're a generous guy, it's Robert. Not, it's not generous. It's like, it's just that if you're there and you're doing the job, you got you got a Taft Hartley people, Who else right? Taft Hartley, David Dave's already in. Yeah. He's already in, so we didn't have to worry about him. But we had James Guilford, I think is his name. He played Mister Mister Wilson. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Mister Wilson. Yeah. Now I didn't know. Here's the interesting part. I didn't know that when he read for the part in New Mexico that he was that we picked him. Yeah. I didn't know that he wasn't a member of the Screen Actors Guild. So as a result, when they went to fill out all his paperwork. They were like, oh, here's the Taft-Hartley paperwork for... That's nice of you, because some producer would have been like, ah, you know what? We got to recast. Someone or get someone. But... Very nice of you, Robert. No, well, it's not Bring nice. Bring over New Leaf this season. No, the truth is, is that if you fit the part and you win the part, right. you should... Like, get Taft-Hartley. Taft-Hartley doesn't mean... Okay, you know what's fucked up then? No because penalty. I'm fat right now, so you made me Santa Claus. So what are you trying to say? I fit the part? No. I'm That's what it was, huh, David? David? <laughs> I have the limp and shit. But I, I will I say... I'll chuckle Santa. You stepped up in an emergency. So did... That's um, true. That's true. So did um, uh, Matt. Yeah. Matt from uh, Art Department. Matt? What do you mean? Yeah, Matt, who played the um, who played your part, you know, the... Um, the hotel manager. Oh, right. Oh, really? That That's who played it? Yeah. He got Taft-Hartley, too. Yeah. I had, like, five parts. Yeah. Remember? I was going to play. Oh, my uh, God. Al you Martino. had a ton of parts. I had two. You had two yeah. parts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were going to be the mariachi? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. These, were all, these are all emergency scenarios, but... Um, that's some independent shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to give Davey Dave a real part because he played ball and, and stepped in. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl time, yeah, baby. Yeah. Super that's Bowl That's what's time. up. You know what, man? I was inspired by this guy's you words. You did good. Yeah, yeah. He, we locked eyes. Yeah. He said... Super Bowl time. He said, okay. And something clicked. I said, you he know said what? first and first and goal? No. No? That's all he said, Super Bowl it was time. Third and, that and goal. Damn. That was well, third and goal. Fucking bottom That's all of the I needed. Ninth. That's all I needed. It was good. You did a good job. You both did. Um Thanks. but yeah, but when you get Taft Heart lead is when you show up on a set um and you're an extra or you're standing there waiting for a part or whatever it is, and the director or the producer walk over to you and say, like, hey, um, I'd like to use you in this scene. And if you don't have the paperwork or are not a member of the Screen Actors Guild, then you have to be godfathered in somehow. Right. And the way that happens is that they created this thing called the Taft-Hartley, 
you want to look up what Taft Hartley is rather than it's a name, explain right? it. Yeah, it's, it's someone's name. It's someone's name. Yeah, but it's the document that they use to basically make you a member of the union. Um, so you get paid like you know a normal actor. Yeah, but the only catch is that you know it costs three thousand dollars to yeah, join it's or a something. Twenty eight hundred. So you get paid a thousand bucks, but. You got to come up with another two. Uh, unless, unless you, uh, how I got into. Or don't pay. Production paid for mine. What? But it was studio, so they didn't care. Oh. Damn, see, that's what's up. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, Robert, let me ask you this as a producer. So, there are producers, though, who will only see union actors, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you, re- you saw union, non-union. Well, I didn't mean to see non-union. I, just, I didn't realize that the New Mexico casting director was seeing non-union. I didn't know that. Oh. I thought I assumed that they were because we were SAG, you know, yeah. signatory that they were going to get only SAG actors, but they did not. Yeah. You know, some people want to find new talent, and to be honest, James Guilford was perfect for it, and he did a great job, and he was talented, and yeah. he deserves this. He deserves to be part of the union, yeah. as far and, as I'm and concerned. And who was uh, so me, him, and who was the other one? And Matt. Oh, Matt from art department. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you know, funny thing, he doesn't want to be an actor. He doesn't. No, and I asked him. I go. Well, the thing is, yeah, I had to do it because he was working multiple days on yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a complicated scenario. That was a good scene, too. It was a good scene, and he, yeah. did, and he did fit the part perfectly. It was an emergency situation where I don't think we had that character until we found him. So yeah. I could have flown in. But let's talk about something <laughs> more important. We are on to Made in Mexico in hotel rooms, and we're talking about 80, 800,000 Hotel rooms, yep. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 20 yep. million impressions a month. Mario Lopez telling you to watch the oh. movie that Davy Dave is also in, that's, that's that you star in, that you wrote, that you yep. produced, that you directed. Right. Yep. Holy yep. mackerel. And I got some numbers in for first did four really? days. Wow. I did. You want to share them? or nah, I'm no? not going to share them, but that's I'm just going to say. You're doing well. Mr. Pessimist. Yeah. Steve Weiser sent me a text message with like, Firework emojis really? and cla- hand clapping and the whole bit. And he was in with like a gif, like, you know, like the finger pointing, the winking. And he said mm. he gave a number and he said, if we keep up at this rate, yeah, it's going to be a good summer. You know what's exciting? I, like I think I've said, I said this already last week, but it's exciting because it's innovative. You know, it's different. It's, yeah, yeah you got, I think... And you didn't do it on purpose, right? You didn't. Go, you didn't set out to make a movie that was going to be on the hotel channel, but no, but Wiser did. Yeah, but it occurred yeah. because you used the people around you. You continued to push for yourself, for your stories, for your movie making, and people appreciated that. And it just so happens that Steve Wiser, who is also executive producer, who also does a really good job in it, yeah, He's a great actor. Yeah, he well, yeah. he was an actor. Yeah, he was great. He, yeah, he was great in the movie. You guys check it. When he just you, pushed out in filmmaking because he said. Uh, I told this story, didn't I? Like, yeah. his wife told me that night. Yeah. He, he did a short film. It won some awards. We're going back like he was in college. He wanted, he studied writing. He studied acting. Uh, this is what he wanted to do. And then he saw how tough it was, and he was like, I'm just going to go make money. And he went and made money, and now this is his, you know, he's retired pretty much. This is his third act. Yeah. And I brought this to him. He, we kind of brought it to each other because he said he saw my tenacity, and he said, like, you know, I just kept doing shit, and he saw if we could make something for relatively cheap, and we could put it on this platform that he was involved with, and he because he knew the numbers, he saw the twenty million impressions, he yeah. saw the 
the 800,000 hotel rooms. You know what I mean? He And he actually helped somebody, another friend of ours with the movie, get up there that he had nothing to do other than, like, help the guy. And he saw the numbers coming in off of that, and it wasn't produced by Mario Lopez. It didn't have Lila Broncado in it. It didn't have... And they did well. And it was doing really well. Yeah. So he was like, okay, business, you know, what's what's the story? You know, and I said, well, you know, I pitched him and everything from Dino and me and stuff. And he's like, no, nope, too big, not going to do it. He goes, we need to find something that's simple that we can make for, like, not a lot of money. And I'd st- I just started projecting my life. And, like, you know, what about a suburban dad who writes this screenplay and he gets it jacked by these shady f- Hollywood guys and he goes in business with this drug lord unbeknownst to him and they kidnap him and want him to make a movie on an iPhone about the drug dealer's life. And he has no idea how to do it because he's not a filmmaker. Right. He's like, yes, this there is There you good. go. Ladies and gentlemen, you just, you just heard the pitch for Made in Mexico in about 10 seconds. That was a good pitch too, right? Was that not bad? Anything under 20 seconds is tremendous. But it was pretty good because you like, you've heard it a lot and you kind of were like, okay. Well, right. I'm, You've had five years to rehearse I've that. Had, I'm just saying. Years. Has it been five years? <laughs> no, it has not been five years. No way. Let's see. Fucking 2019. Damn. Not five years, but we four shot years. that in 2019. No, if, not tw- four years, fool. Well, what are we in right now? Well, from your concept. From your concept. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can tell your story in less than 20 seconds and, and have people understand it, it's pretty outstanding. Mm. Uh, and you did that. High concept. You know, you gotta, it is high concept. But, you know, to getting, getting back to what you're saying about the first, like, the distribution in the hotel rooms. Innovative. Get, yeah, it is, but I get people pissed because I, as a creator want people to see my product and so a lot of people can't see it but what is cool is i'm getting people sending me like right now we're sitting here my buddy sends me a, a screenshot of a hotel room you know with made in mexico on the tv from seattle so i've gotten them from riverside i've gotten them from nashville i've gotten them from hawaii yep. i've gotten them from it's seattle it's, so it's cool you know what i mean um I think the hotel channel should have a VOD so that we can all get the app and then watch what's in the hotels right now. That'd be funny, right? It's the reverse of it. Wiser, there you go. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, that's the whole thing with, like, going to get, letting it run there first and not going. Yeah, it's exclusive. Mm. Because if I go to Amazon right now, because I I was going to do it simultaneously, but people will just go on their iPad and purchase it for three bucks or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So. So it kind of makes sense to let it run there. But you know what? I got uh, pitched something the other day that was really interesting. It was an app called Views. It used to be fan-based mobile. And you follow people, you become fans, and you link to their calendar. And it's pay-per-view, but you own it. And it's a cut. Like, oh, it's a split. Cool. So you market, you distribute, you you do everything. Uh, and you get everything. It's pretty crazy, though, how, like, things are really traditionally, it's kind of going away like the, the routes we used to go. I mean, they're always going to be there, but there's so many more ways now just to get your shit out there and to make money, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert, yeah. you don't like that, do you? Um, yeah, I like it. I Come think on, I think you have to be willing to change with the times. I think that... Um, you know, people are making money in all kinds of ways. We talk about this all the time, right, David? David, yeah. it's about uh, content. content. It's not really about movies. I mean, look, um, making movies at Lifetime, you know, for Christmas, that, that that's not going to go away. Yeah. Uh, have they, they've mastered it? Yeah. Have, do they have the audience for it? Yeah. Do people go to Lifetime for a certain type of movie? Yeah. Would they succeed with that movie if it wasn't Lifetime? Maybe not. Right, they have found their sweet spot, and they're feeding their audience what what the audience wants. So yep. there's nothing wrong with that. In that sense, yeah, it'll be around forever, right? 
yeah. Lifetime will be there because they're going to be giving you a certain type of, of a film. You know, you go to HBO. Like, I've been watching HBO Max lately. I like HBO Max. Yeah. has a lot of cool stuff on it. But they there's got the new Soderbergh movie. I tried to watch that on Amazon. Can't yeah, what it. is it? The one with Don Shield. It's supposed oh, to be I saw really that. good. Yeah. It's a it's a it's like a 50s noir. Yeah. It's Was a it good? good? It's, well, yeah. Those guys are, tr- are great. Benicio Del Toro, yeah, Don Shield. They're Chiel. all terrific. Yeah. They could do anything, and, and it'd be amazing. So I, I was entertained the yeah. whole time, but I don't know. Did I love it? Was it totally different? I mean, Matt Damon shows up at the end. He's, he's amazing. In Matt it. Damon's in it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was great. But, like, you know, you go to HBO Max, and you you don't know really what you're going to get. Right? You go there, and you're True. like, oh, you, you know, there's the... Black Messiah or Damn, Roberts. I didn't know you were about. I that. saw, uh, <laughs> I saw a few things, but there's no like signature film right. or project that goes on HBO Max. But Lifetime, yeah. they do give you signature. Oh no, projects. you got you got right now uh, Christmas in July or something. I saw. Yeah, somebody posted. So you they they actually plug your movies twice a year then. Uh, I don't know. I guess they're doing it now for summer, just for fun. But just for fun. Yeah, I guess because they do. They have a lot of products, so why not? Right? They don't have to pay again for it. They just put it out. But Lifetime also does true crime. They do. They do romantic comedies. They do romantic comedies, true crime. Yeah, just across the board. Yeah. When I did Feliz Navidad with Paula Hart and Mario, I didn't know what was happening. Right? We just sort of were in an elevator and talked about doing Feliz Navidad as a single dad or whatever. And next thing you know. Lifetime bought it. Like we, yeah. we didn't just give it to Lifetime. We gave it to a couple of people, right? But, um, but when Lifetime picked it up and we started doing that, it just you just get in. It's like someone opens the door and you walk in and you're like, oh, okay, so this is a thing. But and now you're established cool. there. You're the guy. Like well, you, you, you are. Uh, other people are reaching out to you. We're not dropping any names, but he's he's Mister he's literally legit Mister Christmas. I think after this this year's, yeah, yeah. I mean he's no legit Mister Christmas. Look, Although you pitched me a true crime right now, I really liked it before the thing, but I you, can't, like, you can't do it now. You can't do it. You're Mister Christmas. That's it. Fuck it. Well, here's here's what I want to say about that. I think that there's nothing wrong with riding the horse in the direction it's going. Right, my horse is in this Christmas area. I, I happen to like it. I'm thinking about you know, storylines and ideas, revamping stories. And and as long as I have something to give to Christmas, I'm going to keep doing it. And you know what, though? You're doing actually, because I was about to break chops right now and say, yeah, but you got to keep it formulaic for the lifetime Why viewer. Sure. But, but no, but you're doing a Christmas movie on Netflix, too. That's true. So fuck, fucking Christmas over here. Your new name is Santa. Santa. Santa, Santa wow. Christmas. But you Bell know what? Stories. There is truth to that, because I remember my buddy... Christian and Tyler Perry, for that matter. Um, Tyler Perry, probably, obviously, more. My, my buddy Christian, you guys know, he's been on the show. He does action indie stuff. He never wanted to, you know, he he made his bones in that. He did a lot. He's done probably, I don't know, 15, 20 films, and now he's venturing off to do. And now that he's proven himself, people will give him money to do. He wants. He's doing a romantic comedy. He's doing a uh, thriller He's doing a, uh, he wants to do a Christmas. He wants to spread his wings. And Tyler Perry, I remember years ago, going to his crib with Lopez in Atlanta. And it was just us three. We went to dinner and we went back to his crib. And I was asking him if he was ever going to do anything like in the mob. You know, that's when I was all about the mob stuff. And he said, no. He said, I'm going to do stuff that works for me. Like Medea, which was a flop, which was a, you know, you know the story about that. The, the actress never showed up. It hmm. was a play. The woman who was playing that role never showed up, and he had to jump in. Is that true? Yeah. That's and he had to play that, and people died. They loved it. It was, 
And it was I don't it wasn't a movie. It was his it, when he was doing the what do they call the Chitlin circuit or something. He started off doing plays. You guys know that, right? No. And he had oh yeah, dude, he was homeless down in the I remember South. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was doing these plays and the Medea was a character and um he had he would sell people would shoot it like on VHS and he would sell them out of the back of his car. But the woman didn't show up. The actress who was playing the role never showed, so he had to step in. Wow. And then that that's how that was born. And then look at I mean that that franchise created a billionaire. So so you so circumstance and proximity. luck and proximity. Well, that's what actually Wiser preaches to me. He said proximity is everything. True. Proximity True. is uh, you can go out and search and hunt and try to find everything you need, but proximity is key. And proximity for me with him is what happened with Made in Mexico and the Hotel Channel. If it wasn't me, it could have been some other filmmaker who was willing to make a movie for twenty grand. Yeah. And, you know, it was just an experiment. For him, it was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. Let's experiment. Let's see how this goes. Let's see what happens. And it's turning out pretty good. So the experiment's going to continue. But it was just proximity because I'm around the guy. True. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I had no one to call at 530 in the morning except for that fool when I was driving in. I had a long-ass commute. And I couldn't listen to any more true, pi- true crime podcasts at 530 that fucks you up, you know, messes you all <laughs> up fucking hearing about death and murder. So I would call, I'd call Hafu, and that's what we would, you know, I was always trying to figure out ways to make money because I was broke. You're not broke no more. Um, I'm not, no, no. I mean, yeah. I'm not, it's not that I'm not broke. I'm not loaded, you know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm just not stressed like I was before. Yeah. It yeah. has nothing to do with, um, it's not the movie, trust me. <laughs> the movie's not making right. money yet, but it's just But working. you're going to get your uh, investors their money back, which is a very... You know, which is a promise we make when we make movies, right? That you're gonna try to get the investors their dough back. And yeah, and I got a happens, I got a manager out of it, which is cool. Oh, that's you cool got a too. manager. Yeah, I got a manager, and he's great dude, um, super connected. He sent me the script for that he's producing uh, about Bradley Knoll called "What I Got: The Sublime Story." Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's it's it looks pretty good. So what happens now? Like now that you know that. Like statistically, you know that people are going to order the movie, that there's going to be a, a little bit of money made, that you're going to probably more than likely pay back your investment, which is pretty cool. You may make yep. a couple of dollars yourself. So I think the dream is make a movie, pay the investment back, and um, and I get make another one. Is that yeah? Is so that make another one, but kind of go off of what Tyler Perry told me and my buddy Christian told me. Make something that's similar. So like. Made in Mexico is a comedy. It has a little bit of a dark comedy element to it. It's Latino. It's fun. It's it's quick. You know what I mean? Like I gotta stick to ride your own coattails. Well, I got yeah. I want to because that's what I people are gonna watch that movie. And they're gonna recognize that type of movie. Yeah. So I gotta kind of stick to that. Like I can't go. Not that I can't, but why would I go horror movie? Or well, why like, would I go like Tarantino couldn't do a romance? He probably doesn't. Well, yeah, he probably doesn't want to. Right. But did he, true romance? He, did, that he wrote that. Uh, I mean, it had romantic elements. No, it was fucking the mob was involved, yeah. killing. <laughs> but drugs. they loved each other. They did love each other. But okay, so yeah, you have that, but not like a. You know, he's not going to write the Notebook. Um, he did, he would not do a romantic comedy, probably right. I don't think so. That that's a, that that's a, oh, did you hear he bought the Vista, which is really I cool. I did. He's going to revamp great. it and yeah. do a whole thing with it. I saw it on Boulevard. I saw it on my favorite oh, show, wow. Sunday Morning. Yeah, is that your favorite show? <laughs> it really is. Like an old man, I, I watch. Oh, that. I love that show. Yeah, that's a good it. show. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. every Sunday, man, I'm just sitting there watching it. Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah. 
Dude, when I was a little kid, they used to show it to us in school, like to get like educated on like current events and shit. Yeah. Pretty amazing. But all right, so make another movie. So you're gonna make another movie yeah. and you're gonna do it in the wheelhouse so that people know what to expect from you. Well, Are I you have gonna- I have the movie. I have Santana that I we've talked about already that I have it over a uh, my buddy Maurice Compte, who's an actor. But that you had written. I had written. But that you had written. I had written, and he took it, You know, again, like, just because you write something doesn't mean it's dead. And nothing happens doesn't mean it's dead. Right. Things come back to life all the time. Look at Ashley Garcia. That took over a decade. came back right. to life. Well, there's lots of movies. Forrest Gump. You know. Yeah. Queen's Gambit. I Queen's read, Gambit. what was it, 20 years or some shit? And that's a little long. There are 20 years to wait for something to happen. 20 years a little long. A little long. But, um, <laughs> yeah, these guys want to make it. So I did a... I, Bang, I did a rewrite on it, sent it over. and. But let me ask you this. So I think you know that there is a certain level of success with the hotel channel, right? Yeah. So you know that people are going to see the commercial, see the subject matter, and rent the movie. Okay, so that's yes. 20 bucks, right? Possibly. Po- well, you know it's happening. So well, I know it's happening. So you could you, s- you could create an average and say like, okay, you know, there's a very good chance that in a couple of months, uh, give or take, you know, great weekends, yeah. you know, lots of capacity, yep. you know, right? People don't want to go outside because it's super hot. They're going to yeah. watch a movie inside. So is there a type of movie that you think would work better on the channel that you could do? Could you do a family movie you know, for it's, kids? It's or? funny because Wiser ha- has access to all that information, like what sells – what doesn't sell, you know what I mean? And, yeah, family stuff really sells. Kids stuff really sells. Um, if you could do the combo, like the kid family. <laughs> like, it's funny because I was looking because I get the screenshots of people post, you know, sending me pictures. And Made in Mexico is under family. <laughs> or actually, I'm sorry, family's right below it, family kid. But it's pr- pretty cool because um, – it's between a Disney movie and a Lionsgate movie. But it's that's awesome. But it's not mm-hmm. in the indie. No, it's no. in theaters. In theaters, it's like the it's in the section which is which is in. That's theaters amazing. Now. That's amazing. But no, so so getting back to what you were saying, yes, family, kids, something that everybody could watch. But you know, made in Mexico, I I made it that way because my kids are in it, and my kids have never they've never seen a movie or a TV show because they go to they're a Waldorf kid. Yeah, like we're a screen. For, so this is going to be the first movie they're going to see in a theater. And so, wait, um, where are you going to show it in a theater? Uh, Harmony Gold, probably the end of this month. Nice. Yeah, yeah you'll be invited. Okay, you I, I live right there. Yeah, of course. You better come. I live right there. Come on, foo. Five minutes um, away. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so I wanted to make it that they could watch it too. You know, granted, there's there's some cussing in it, which is fine. It's not too bad, but it's not. They've heard you cuss more than once, bro. Dude, they hear me cuss all the time, and then I get, <laughs> and then they repeat it, and then I get yelled at, and I said it wasn't me, and then they said it was you, and it's a whole thing. So. Um, yeah, I, I personally, though, Robert, to get, get back to you, um, I think that what I will make next, if if I'm going this hotel route again, which I probably will, is I'll probably do something because um, action still does well. Yeah. I Not, not so much action, but more reaction thriller. Uh, so, like, uh, making money has a really cool feel to it. Like, the, the, the way that I'm seeing it, the way it's going to be, characters what it's about uh i think it could do really well i think people would really like it so i think that would be either my next one well that sounds excellent um yeah i think i think there's a world out there that is pretty interesting when you put your mind to something and do it 
against all odds, you know? I think when people see movement, I used to say this all the time, I think when people see a moving train, they yeah. want to jump yeah. on it, you know? You want That's to get 100%. on that train. Like you can't, or you're at least going to look at it. A yeah. lot of a lot of people I've heard over the years say like, oh, well, I have this project, and as soon as I get all the money or as soon as I get this one actor or as soon as I do this, then I'll start, right? People don't like that kind of action. They like to see movement no matter what. So didn't I think you, that— Didn't you raise money? For, I think you told, like, you would raise money, start the project, and then have to go and raise— more money well, while things were rolling. Yeah. Right? Well, I did. Yeah. What I would do, and I don't recommend anyone do this, but I, because I came from nowhere to be in entertainment, I think my theory on it all was what's the worst that can happen is that I don't, you know, I claim bankruptcy and I'm not a filmmaker. It's the only thing that can, the worst thing that can happen to me before I had kids. So I would always say, like, look, I don't have the money to do this movie and I'm going to need like half a million dollars and I would raise a hundred of it and I'd say I had all of it and then I'd make offers to actors and they'd accept. Yeah. And then I'd be now behind. <laughs> so, but with that movement, I would tell people, Hey, I've got, you know, Sean Young, I've got, you know, Jamie Presley, I've got, you know, all these people involved in the film and as I moved towards production, I would raise the rest of the money with the excitement of we're starting in three weeks, we're starting in two weeks, we're starting in one week, we started. You um, kind of did that with Fleece and Every Dad, though, in a way, right? No. Well, no. Yes, we, you did. No, you no. were on your knees praying. Well, no. We, ding, your email came in. No, no, no. We, we independently raised money to do the script. Yeah. Then we sold it to Lifetime. Lifetime funded it, but what I was on my knees praying is that SAG would clear us oh, that's right. that's to start the movie on Monday, and it was like Saturday, mm -hmm. and I was like desperate, <laughs> and I was nervous, and and you know, and it finally worked out. Rona, but, dude, that was Rona. Too. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was super crazy. But I think, um, look, the the exciting thing about this world is that I think opportunity is there for people who take risks, and if you risk putting stuff together, moving forward, and saying like I'm going to do it at all costs. You, know, you got Steve Weiser, who's super smart. You got Mario Lopez, who's super smart and connected. You've got all these people that decided to help you. Rua Brothers, Ozzy Arua is now. Um, yeah. Because Jaime works with them. Jamie works with them. And, um, you know, Jamie's working with me. So I got that backing. Um, Movement changes everything. You know. So if you're, if you're out there and you want to do a movie and you, you don't know how to do it, just get it started. Grab someone to, to do your camera. You know what's, what's a trip is I, I think back when I started making movies and, you know, I, you'd go rent, like, the film camera at Auto Nemens or Panavision and, you know, there's all this equipment and boxes and all this lighting that had to happen. Man, we work with this guy, Ryan Galvan, yeah. who's a DP. Um, Amazing, dude. Triana, who pulls focus for him. The guy lights a room <laughs> with almost nothing, Yeah, you know, yeah. and he lights it quickly and efficiently. He knows exactly what he's going to do. You go to turn around, he turns around like in five minutes. You don't have to yeah. wait for any, anybody. That's not the way it was. So, you know, I think that if you're thinking you can't make a movie or you can't make a, a video because you don't have the right equipment or the right lighting, find yourself a DP that's got his camera and a little bit of lighting and see the magic you can create. I mean, I did a do I did two documentaries the past couple of years and uh, I worked with Angelo Costa 
and he had his camera. He has to, he actually had two cameras, and um, and he ran his own sound. <laughs> so I did yeah. I did my documentaries. I would show up to interview you, and I'd have him, his two cameras, his mic. Yep. And that's it, just him and me. And yeah, we did because they call those predators. Yeah, that's we did this amazing. Uh, he, I mean, he could cut. He didn't cut it. I used yeah. Alicon to cut both. Oh, right, 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 right. Because I, you know, I respect the editing. No, for sure. But they have those guys that that shoot. They do audio. They do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean. And they actually. But you're right. You too. can you can get one person to literally do the whole thing. So like me. Yeah, you can yeah, make you can do that on David. You yeah. can you can make it happen. You know, you yeah. can get your product out there. You can maybe. You know, make movies, whatever you want it to do. It is tough, though. It is tough, though. No, it's completely tough, but it's there. It's it's you can do it. You know, but what when I'm you saying? have a passion for it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and you know what? Also, too, I think it's infectious because looking back at all the like the shit that I've made in the past, from like you know Ron Lee asking me to write that Super Bowl commercial, Crash the Doritos, back in two thousand eight or nine, and I was like, okay, I've never written a commercial, but let me see, and so we did it. And it turned out pretty funny, and people liked those characters, and that spawned the good life. And then people just jumped on. People just started, you know, people started getting involved, which was cool. And, yeah. um, and you know, there were times where Ron Lee even shot, you know, because that's back in 2010 maybe, and it wasn't as easy as it is. Trust me, there's so many people out there with cameras who want to shoot shit right now. And I'm talking good cameras, like Alexa Minis and yeah. stuff. They're like, bro, just write me something. Let's fucking shoot this weekend. Mm-hmm. So you can find people who will shoot, but, you know, start writing. Get your shit down. Get your shit down. So then when you go to somebody, you say, here's this. Let's do it. And they're ready to go. So bottom line, just go do it. Keep putting it out there. There's so many platforms to get your stuff seen. If, you, if you're around someone that has money, they may see you. They may say, hey, let me fund what you're doing. Yeah. Um, an actor, you you hit them up on Instagram. They may yep. decide to do your movie for five hundred a day, three hundred a day, a thousand a day, whatever yep. that is. You know, sometimes they just want to work or do a, a hip, cool, different project. Yeah, and you know, and be innovative. Just understand that everything that you're doing, if you're not known, should be something that raises someone else's eyebrow. Yeah, so you have true. to you have to put something out there that people go like, wait, who is this guy? Yeah, or who it, is this yeah. girl? It's yeah. hard to do that though in the beginning because you're you're. You're fearful. You're like, fuck, I don't want to do, I want to, like, I, I like this movie. I want to kind of mimic this movie. Yeah. And people go, okay, that's cool, but it's kind of like this. And you're like, well, yeah, it kind of is. But then after you keep going, you're like, I need to do something that's different. Like something that isn't going to be recognizable. You know what I mean? Or like people are going to go, whoa, you kind of combined a little bit of Scorsese with a little De Palma or a little Tarantino. You know what I mean? Like mix it up. Make it unique and different. But that also comes with post because Alarcon really... You know, that's that's having a badass post guy like we got. I wanted to say, um, we'll just say it then. We used for Holiday in Santa Fe. I used about seven tracks from Extreme Music, nice. and it's and you know what's funny is yeah. I was doing, I was picking the songs from Extreme Music, and I realized that I had used so many of their songs already, so I had to go outside of what I would normally search for for Christmas yeah. and try to find other words to add to my search so that I can get different songs. Yeah. And I did. I ended up getting about seven completely different feels. Based um, off the words Based off my in? search, yeah. yeah. And, um, and yeah, there was plenty of stuff for me to pick from. I, I ended up picking some great 
uh, music. So shout out to Russ and to everyone at uh, Extreme get, Music. Can we get Russ back on the on the show? Yeah, you I got to talk to him. I got. I, to I, I told him we were. You know. Oh yeah, we had a little thing going, maybe right. Yeah, we we're gonna do something, and uh, I haven't I haven't cleared it up, but uh, I'll talk to him. I may have scared him away with no, my come on with man. my prowess. <laughs> but um, hey, David, what's going on with you? Man, you know, just trying to keep in the content game. You know. Yeah, David, Dave, are we gonna do the? Uh, remember we talked about doing the? I did it on my Instagram. We could do it on our Instagram. What's it called? The live feed, right? Yeah, we should do oh, it. We should, do, we should feed. do the live feed. How yeah, about next week, do live feed. Yeah, but let's for, let's not what forget. What does that, that mean? We could do it right now. Can we do it right now or no? We're done with the show, bro. Oh yeah, that's right. Next week. <laughs> you next know what? Uh, let's try let's try that out next week. So and the live feed is you just go live, okay? And then let's people people who follow you see that you're live, and then they then they start writing shit. Like you you went on my thing. Yeah, and I wrote to you. Yeah, I said what's up. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, the moral to this show is go out and do your thing. Tell your stories. Don't be afraid. Start People it. with cameras. Just get started. Start. Just get started. You know what? Get started. And if you get stopped somewhere along the way, then you get stopped, right? But you just get it started. Just say you're going to do it, and that and that'll change a you lot. You use of your stuff. iPhone. Hey, that's what Joe Santana yeah. or Joe Santana, Joe Ochoa, dude. Uh, in uh, made Mexico. So the fi- the final thing I'm going to ask you is, how do you feel now that it's all done, that it's finally up? I mean, do you feel satisfied? I feel, do you feel I do. I really do. Because um, I'm sure I'm going to get like, you know, I'm gonna, no, I can't please everybody. So I'm sure eventually I'm going to get somebody to say, this movie sucked. But for the most part, everybody who's seen it, who's been in hotel rooms, who I know have texted me saying, this was really fun, really funny, kept me entertained. I really liked it. Great job. And that's what it was supposed to do. It's not heartfelt. It's not, you're not going to be moved. You're going to go, oh, fuck, this poor guy. This guy's fucked. And then you're going to go, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, I get it now. Okay, this is cool. And that's it. Well, congratulations hey, again, congratulations. dude. I think I think we're going to have to keep celebrating, you know, Made in Mexico until it comes off of the Hotel Channel. So every week we're yeah. going to talk about it, see how it's doing, see how you feel, yeah. see what you're doing next, see if we can't get another thing started. And um, David, Dave, thanks for being here. Thank you. Uh, congratulations to you, and we'll see you next time on Let's Get Into It. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>